sound familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. To cover or not to cover, that is the question. So picture this, you're walking through the store and your baby gets hungry. What do you do? Do you find a seat in the middle of the mall, unclip your nursing bra and let your little one go to town? Do you reach into your baby bag and whip out your trusty nursing cover? Today we're talking all about breastfeeding covers. Should you or shouldn't you? We're the Boob Group. I use a breast pump. I hand express milk for my baby. I exclusively breastfeed. I use a nipple shield. I breastfed after a C-section. I use a milk bank. I breastfeed in public whenever I feel like it. I pump at work. I breastfeed with a cover. I breastfeed twins. I give my baby bottles. I made my own supplemental nursing system. I supplement with formula. I talk to my baby while I breastfeed. I breastfeeding as a survivor of sexual abuse. When I have extra milk, I share it with other Mom. We are equal. We are the Boob Group. Welcome to the Boob Group. We are here to support all moms wanting to provide breast milk for their babies and to respect the choices of moms who choose to feed their babies in other ways. Today is a very special episode. We have two new mamas joining the Boob Group family, and I want you guys to meet them right now and let them share a little bit about themselves and their professional experience and their personal experience with their family. So first, I want to introduce you to Darian Foster, and then after Darian, you'll meet Melanie Hirshhorn. So Darian, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You are our new host of the Boob Group. Yes, and I'm so excited to be here today. Hi, everyone. My name is Darian Foster. I'm a wife and mother of two. I have two children. My son is three and a half, and our daughter just turned one October 31st. So I nursed my son for 13 months, and it was awesome. And I'm still currently nursing our daughter, which has been fun. And she just kind of hit that 13-month mark, so we're heading into the 14-month mark. So <laughs> that's kind of interesting, doing the gymnastics and all of that oh, different yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. My son was kind of just now getting into that stage when he had a nursing strike, so I didn't get to go any further than that. So this kind of fun getting to know that stage it's new territory it's it uncharted territory for you <laughs> it is i love it's it fun. it's really fun <laughs> um and i'm also a lactation specialist with a bachelor's degree in youth development I'm, I'm really passionate about breastfeeding it came from really breastfeeding my own son um while i was in college and so that passion kind of just grew from there and i'm really passionate really about breastfeeding amongst other cultures, especially for African-American women. Um, I'm an African-American woman myself. And so also amongst other cultures, I really like to learn about how do, do other cultures view breastfeeding. So, and I'm just happy to be joining the boot group. 
I love it. And I know you have experience with WIC as well. We just released an episode that was about how WIC and how how they help breastfeeding and pumping moms. So you have experience with that as well, right? Yes. I volunteered and shadowed at WIC in Bloomington, Indiana. I'm actually from Indianapolis, but I went to college in Bloomington, Indiana. And I shadowed with a friend of mine who's a breastfeeding peer counselor and just kind of looked in on how how does WIC treat, you know, breastfeeding with moms who are on WIC? How do they help moms to breastfeed? Um, how do they provide pumps for moms who are on WIC and everything? And it really opened my eyes to how much WIC is actually grown in the breastfeeding department. I think a lot of people have, when they see WIC, they think, oh, the formula vouchers and things like that. But now they're really starting to push breastfeeding a lot more, especially they provide a lot of the um, breastfeeding supplies like breast pumps and things like that for free for moms. Um, So that way there's no additional barriers to breastfeeding. So if a mom wants to exclusively pump or just go back to work, you know, things like that, um, she can do that even if she's um, of a lower income. So I really enjoyed my time there. Awesome. Well, we're so excited to have you as part of the Boop Group. So welcome, Darian. All right. And Melanie Hirschhorn. Now, Melanie and I have gone back several years now, Melanie. I was trying to think of this. So we met at an expo that was all about babies and kids and maternity and all that fun stuff. And so she was actually on an episode that we recorded from the ABC Kids Expo at least three years ago. It was three. Yeah, it was about was three, it three? And a half years ago. Yeah, it was about three years ago. So Melanie has actually been on the show before. It's It's been a while, but we've kept in touch over the years, received each other's emails and everything. And then I just saw Melanie again at this year's ABC Kids Expo and we sat down and we were chatting and it led to this. And I'm so excited when we were chatting, Melanie, I totally forgot you had the journalism background and everything you had. So such a good partnership, I think, to bring you on the Boob Group as the producer. So Melanie is going to be taking over and doing the role that I typically had on the Boob Group for you know the last six or so months months in producing the show. I'm, I still have an active role, but it's a little bit more behind the scenes. So I want to introduce you guys to Melanie. And Melanie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am just thrilled to be part of this. I got to tell you, Sunny and Darian, I am so excited to be working with you. And the thing about me is that I do have a journalism degree, but when I started breastfeeding my daughter um, back in 2011, I decided that I, instead of being a journalist, I needed to make nursing wear because I couldn't find any. So now I'm a mom of two and the designer and CEO of Utterly Hot Mama Nursing and Pumping Wear, which uh, makes it so much fun that um, being trained as a journalist and joining the boob group kind of marries my two loves, which is (laughs) journalism and breastfeeding. Awesome. (laughs) And I'm proud to say I had a combined 31 months of breastfeeding experience awesome and and of course pumping in there as well but baby number one never took a bottle so it was breastfeed or nothing (laughs) (laughs) right i've been there i know i know Mm -hmm. what that's like oh yeah Well, this is great, ladies. I'm super excited to see where we take the boob group. And I know you guys have a lot of great ideas. So listeners, a lot of the same things. We're going to be doing a lot of the same things. But then they've got some great ideas that we're going to be introducing to the show. Brand new topics. And uh, I think this is going to be great. So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. I'm going to turn the show over to Darian and Melanie. (coughs) Sounds familiar. If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. It was so difficult to wipe off. 
Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Forty-seven years ago, Sesame Street premiered on TV. Hard to believe it was that long ago. Well, the Huffington Post recently reminded us that it hasn't just taught countless children about spelling and mathematics, but another thing that this remarkable show taught kids was about how normal and natural breastfeeding actually is. Back in 1977, a member of the cast named Buffy showed Big Bird how she breastfed her own son named Cody. And then 11 years after that, in 1988, Maria and Luis, who I grew up with watching on Sesame Street, they had a baby and Maria also breastfed on the show. And I just want to mention neither of those women was wearing a breastfeeding cover. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Darian... And Sunny, I would love to hear your thoughts on what you think about this amazing show, kind of making breastfeeding just a normal, natural thing. Personally, I love this story because, as you said, Melanie, I grew up watching Sesame Street. It was after, of course, Maria and her husband had had, you know, their children. Um, but especially... I guess my age is showing. <laughs> I wasn't. I'm with you, know... you, Melanie. I remember this. I remember this. This came out the year before I was born. So uh, yeah, I, I yes. got you there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I wasn't going to say anything. But when you said 2011, when you had your first child, I was like, I was just, just graduating high school. <laughs> <laughs> we cover all different kind of ages on the boo oh, yes. I know. Yes, we do. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> but I love, I absolutely love this article because I just love how Buffy responded to Big Bird's question. Now, I've actually dealt with this myself with children coming up and asking, especially when I'm nursing Autumn in public. Like sometimes a child will come up to me and ask, you know, what are you doing? And that's what Big Bird did. And he said, well, that's a weird way, you know, to feed your baby. And she just responded, you know, in a really loving tone, like, well, not really, you know, lots of moms feed their babies this way. Not all moms, but lots of moms do. And so I like also how it's not, it's not shaming anyone. It's like, well, you know, this is just how I feed my baby, you know, and I've had that same experience where, you know, I'll take Joseph to the library. That's my son's name. I'll take him to the library and, you know, I have to feed the baby and someone, you know, a little one will come up and say, well, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm feeding my baby. And it just allows for educational moment of something that really happens and is something that's natural and normal. Sunny, but what do you think? Yeah, so I want to play a little bit devil's advocate with this, okay? A <laughs> um, uh, little bit of background. I've seen these clips go around, so I know Huffington Post is talking about this now, but it was like a year ago. I remember sharing something on Facebook about, I guess they have two clips here, and, and the one with Maria. We all remember Maria, those of us that are a little bit older, because, you know, she was like a staple on the show. And she's still on the show, by the she way, is. which is incredible. Yeah, she is, which is awesome. Yeah. She, she's also been on Law & Order, just to... <laughs> <laughs> 
fun TV fact. Fun yeah. fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's what I will say. I think it's great that they did this. I love their approach to it. If I had any critique for it, it might be. So this first one came out, I guess this first clip was from 1977. Is that yes. right? And then yeah. the second one was 88. 88. So that was 10 years in between. Like, I'm surprised oh. that we didn't have more of it, really. I mean, I'm trying to think about the state, like how breastfeeding was perceived back in the 1970s and 80s. I looked up, I wanted to know what was the breastfeeding rate looking like in 1977, and it actually was 44.7% of moms were breastfeeding. So I think this was actually probably something that was very much so needed. It's needed now, but even more so then, because not even 50% of moms were breastfeeding. So I'm sure... And especially not breastfeeding in public, you know, I'm sure people didn't see that like that. So, and I like to point out that the woman that they chose in this, she looked to be Native American or, you know, of another nationality. So I like how in both the segments that they did, that the woman was of a different ethnicity. But um, I agree, Sunny, I think they could have done maybe a little bit more in between. Yeah, it it, it seemed a little strange. I mean, now, nowadays, we don't see programs that are on for 30, 40 years right so poor Sesame Street we're able to critique them because they've had such an incredible run right but I was actually surprised in going back that maybe there were more and maybe you know we just don't have that information I actually expected to see more of that but uh, I'd like to see these kind of clips now I'm I'm glad they're circulating around on the internet a fun question to you guys would be what would happen if they decided to do it today what do you think would happen if someone went on Sesame Street and again cover or no cover whatever let's just say there was a cover but they were talking about breastfeeding what do you think their reaction would be I would (laughs) hope that it would be positive I think mostly it would be positive of course there's going to be some people like oh my gosh I can't believe they were talking about that on there but I think for the most part, it's going to be positive, especially with the campaigns now about normalizing breastfeeding are more out there, especially on the internet and things, and especially with more breastfeeding support groups on like Facebook and Twitter and things like that. I think it would be extremely positive to be able to see another mother on like a kid's program that, you know, you might watch with your children actually talk about breastfeeding. I think well, it I, would be really I don't positive. Ag- I don't agree because I think that at this point in time, people are, it's a very divisive issue. And I feel like people who really have no say about breastfeeding, you know, men in their 50s and 60s (laughs) who never breastfed, never will breastfeed, Mm -hmm. but they see it on Facebook, a post about Sesame Street, and they have something negative to say about it. Absolutely. And so I think that it kind of goes, I know we're going to be talking about this in a bit, but I, I believe that it has to go with the hypersexualization of breasts and how women can't necessarily breastfeed from their breasts without having people have a problem with it. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because in these clips, you cannot see any skin. I mean, they have nothing. And that baby could just be sleeping. And some of these, you don't even know that her shirt's really pulled up. I mean, absolutely. And so, you Mm -hmm. know, but I agree. I I think maybe 
Sesame Street has just kind of let this go. I mean, the, the whole issue of breastfeeding in public was not as big of a deal as, you know, as it is today. It's pro- They're probably looking at this and going, yeah, this is a can of worms. I don't know if we're going to open again. You know, we, 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 last time we did it was 88. I think we're going to let that be. Right. <laughs> Very true. Very probably true. Probably safe. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, ladies. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we're talking about breastfeeding covers. Do you use them? Why or why not? What do you like about them? What do you dislike about them? We're joined by a panel of experienced moms who will be sharing their personal experience. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hi. (laughs) So let's get started with our discussion. So moms, have you personally used a breastfeeding cover? Sunny, I know we've talked a little bit about this. Yeah. So I have, you know, for me, it was a decision that I actually made now that I'm thinking about it before my first child was even born. And I don't even know that it was a oh, I, you know, can't go without a cover. It was like one of those instinctual things I must have got on somebody's list and I got an email about a breastfeeding cover. It was like, it was kind of, I put it on the same plane as my decision to try to baby wear before I had a baby. It was just one of those things that I was looking at resources and supplies and stuff I needed and you really have no idea what you need as a first time mom. And so I ordered it before my baby even came. And, but I didn't, I didn't really think about it as, this, you know, whatever, uh, you know, being concerned about breastfeeding in public. That wasn't even it. It was just, I might need it and I'm going to have it there just in case kind of thing. And what was your general experience with using one? So for me, I prefer to use a cover. And I totally respect moms that choose to not use a cover. I have a tendency to be a little bit more modest anyways in public. It's a far cry from like my college days. <laughs> but nowadays as a mom and yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more modest. And so um, I also do it because my husband would feel uncomfortable. And it's one of those things, at least for me, I... I just don't want, I just feel weird about it. You know, Um, maybe if my husband felt a little bit differently, I would feel a little bit differently. I'm not really sure. That really wasn't our situation. And I never had a problem with it. Quite frankly, I also had body issues after having babies. And I think I still do have some body image issues. And so for me, the cover was a way to cover up everything, not just my breast, but the fact that I didn't like the rolls on the side of my, you know, waist now or whatever for me it was a was a cover that helped me not only breastfeed but just process what my body looked like after having a baby Mm -hmm. and I think that's really interesting I actually did use a cover with my son but I don't use one with my daughter now because I kind of had a flip-flop where I didn't feel using a cover made me feel uncomfortable because it made me feel ashamed of myself kind of and so that's why I decided not to use one with my daughter because I felt more empowered 
not using one. So that was just my experience. But also when you talked about your husband, his opinion about it, um, I think that's actually really important because when we had our daughter, I had to ask my husband like, look, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that I'm gonna feel more empowered not covering in public, but I need to understand how do you feel about it? And of course he felt the same way, like, oh, I'm not really sure, <laughs> you know, like how I feel about that, Darian. Okay, let's talk a little right. bit more about it. but. He kind of just under tried to understand where I was coming from. And he was like, okay, I'm going to have your back in public, right. you right. know, great. as long That's as, great. you know, I'm understanding where you're coming from. I'll, you can go ahead and do that. He was like, just try to be discreet as possible. Don't just whip it out, Darren. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we had that understanding and it was fine. And now um, I'm glad that I have him as like a support for my decision. But Melanie, awesome. did you ever use a cover at all? I did. You know, I have, I started, I actually, I registered for a cover with my first child and I, I used it. And then by the time she was about three, four months old, she was kicking it off and kicking it off and she couldn't breathe and I couldn't deal with the kicking. <laughs> but I didn't like the idea of, well, you know, even though even though I was wearing the cover, I, w I remember sitting at Starbucks and nursing and I had to pull my shirt all the way up underneath so everybody could see my large rolls that had developed and you know from my 60 pound pregnancy weight gain and and so I felt so uncomfortable so I was almost less nervous about showing my boobs than I was about showing my back and my stomach so for me though I gotta say I I started with the idea of covering up because when I was just taking the classes about breastfeeding when I was pregnant. I could not reconcile how breasts were not sexual objects. To me, it was just a sexual part of my body. And, and this was so weird. Why would I feed a bait? Now, granted, I did grow up watching my mom. She breastfed both my sisters and she breastfed me. And I remember her breastfeeding my sister who's eight years younger than I am. So... But for me, it was boobs are, are the sexy part. So why would I feed my kid? It's just and then, you know, you were talking about feeling modest and stuff. Well, I always say that I went into the hospital to deliver my child a modest person <laughs> and I came out <laughs> with no modesty no, whatsoever. You leave, it. you leave it there. It is so <laughs> I left that crap behind. <laughs> But that's still a private room. I mean, maybe you had like a room uh, no, or something. No, let's be, I'm going to be, mm -mm, no, no. What happened to me, because, you know, every woman has their own fun story. I was sent to the OR for an emergency C-section with my, on all fours, completely naked. Oh boy. And I had to ask somebody to cover me because I was completely nude on all fours on a bed being wheeled out by 12 people. Oh, so gosh. at that point, <laughs> yeah. at that point, I, you know, modesty was out the door. So, and as, you know, I started to progress in my breastfeeding journey, and then I had this, you know, aha moment, I need to make breastfeeding wear. Breastfeeding became much more of a conversation in my house, and it, it's very important to me. And so then by the time I had the second baby, and I was taking Brelfies, uh, you know, hashtag <laughs> breastfeeding selfie yeah. and, and posting them on Facebook for my business. And then my husband <laughs> saw my boob on his Facebook feed and said, why are you naked on Facebook? Oh, wow. <laughs> I said, I'm not naked. I'm breastfeeding. 
So, and that was a, a fun conversation that we sure. had. Sure. So, but but yes, though that was sort of my and and you know I still started um, with my son, my second child. I I did uh, have Infinity Nursing scarves, which I which I make actually with Utterly Hot Mama, and and so I I found that that was a nice way to do it because it's a scarf and then you just cover up. But then eventually I gave up on that and I was just like, ah, who cares? All right. Right. But that's interesting because I don't really see it as an issue of modesty. I just see it as an issue of like what makes the mom feel empowered and so I feel like a lot of moms I don't really know one mom who's like okay I'm just gonna go out and flash everybody like I feel like every mom every mom has their level of discreetfulness I think about it like that so for me when I go out and I nurse my daughter in public I make sure I wear a nursing cami under all of my clothes so that that way I have like another shirt on top of you know my breast so I can kind of pull it down a little bit that way nobody really sees very much and so I think that it's all about like what makes the mom feel empowered if the cover makes her feel empowered then that's what she should do but you know if not making you know not having the cover makes her feel empowered then that's what she should do but it's all about you know what's going to make you feel like oh I'm an awesome mama today you know yeah. like what is going to make it, you feel like that that would be great if that were the case but I think that there are so many moms who are just so nervous and overwhelmed by everything you know they're how do you breastfeed how do you use a breast pump I haven't slept in days I'm so tired and confused and then all of a sudden I don't think that when they go out and they hear baby crying and they have to nurse they're thinking what makes me feel empowered today I wish that were the case I wish moms could sit there and say I feel empowered I'm gonna go and breastfeed in public. But I I think that might be something that comes with your second, third, and fourth child. I was just going to say, I think that, you know, in all of our stories, I think there's probably a common denominator, and that is the more you do it with anything in life, the more comfortable you're going to feel. And I also wanted to point out that you may have an idea of what you want to do, and then your baby may have a completely different idea. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, yeah. So, and then this is true in parenting across the board, oh, right? Yes. Um, I've never met a baby that says, no, mom, I prefer to have a cover over me, but you certainly have the babies that refuse to have covers on them right mm-hmm. and Definitely. I was fortunate enough so when I had both of my boys I can't say that I breastfed a lot in public because I had all my babies right in a row so I've been homebound for a large oh, portion wow. of the last six or seven years <laughs> we need to get you out Sunny. <laughs> We'll have to do like a remote podcast from like some fantastic spa or something. <laughs> Love it. So yeah, so I can't say they have tons of experience with this, but I will tell you that when my twins came along, so I have my my older boys, I have a six-year-old and four-year-old, but those are my boys. And then I have um, identical twin girls who are now three that had just uh, finished breastfeeding them. And they would have never had a cover. Never, 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 never. So I didn't go out of the house too much to breastfeed them, but if I ever had had to I was really gonna have to confront my fear (laughs) and but but to Melanie's point it was a real fear of mine and I I chose to not do play dates I chose to stay at home more even when there were opportunities to go out because especially with twins and they were tandem once once they were able to latch because they were preemies so we had to do some pumping in the beginning but once they were able to latch I mean the most effective way to breastfeed twins is to tandem breastfeed them and so think about about oh, yes. <laughs> how yeah, you babies. would have it coming at both sides.
sides, right? And for me, already having a little bit of an issue with wanting to be a little bit more modest out in public and um, not wanting to, you know, show off my sides and stuff like that. Honestly, it was such... when I even think about it, I would start to like kind of freak out. Of and course. so, yeah, I, I started to make decisions to be more homebound for those reasons. So I didn't have to attack this. You know, I knew it was going to be an issue. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just not going to deal with that. And and it, it worked for me. I mean, yeah, I was at home a lot more. But for me, that was empowering. I knew I wanted to breastfeed my babies. And in order to do that, I needed to feel comfortable. And and let me tell you what, anyone that walked through my front door, I was shirtless. I was whatever. I was like, you're in my house <laughs> yes. now. Dad, I'm sorry that you feel uncomfortable yes. with this. Go to the other room because this is my <laughs> zone, right? I agree. You know what? I never thought my father-in-law would see me, you know, shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> but he has. Oh, <laughs> and right. I'm okay with that. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just feeding my baby. Exactly. Absolutely. And that kind of leads us into our next question because a lot of moms have anxiety about breastfeeding in public because they've seen these stories where mom have been thrown out of restaurants and stores because they've breastfed their babies, you know, without with or without a cover even sometimes. And so have have either of you ever known someone or you yourselves experienced any shaming for breastfeeding in public? with or without a cover? This is Melanie. I'm going to say no, because I never let anybody do it. I can recall when my daughter was maybe six months old, I was at a mall and anybody that dared to look at me, I gave them the death stare (laughs) (laughs) because my child was hungry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what it is. Absolutely. And I'm going to add to that because I kind of have that same attitude when I breastfeed in public. <laughs> it's And I laugh with my husband all the time because he's like, Darian, the look on your face when you are nursing <laughs> in public is like, come if you dare. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly it's it. It's hilarious. I and- dare you <laughs> to say something about me breastfeeding oh my, my child. Yeah. I dare you. Yes. Yeah. And I actually, I kind of mentally prepare myself. And that's why I chose to have that conversation with my husband because I'm like babe I need to know if you're gonna have my back if somebody has the audacity to come over here and say anything not that I can't you know handle myself but I need to know that we're both on the same page but for me I'm just kind of waiting on the day that anybody comes (laughs) up and says well you put your breast away because they're gonna get educated Yes. <laughs> and they're going to get told something about themselves. But um, <laughs> but I think that that leads to a lot of moms feeling kind of anxious about it. It's like yes. seeing these stories about it. But I love that even now, like moms have come together and they've like staged these nurse-ins and things oh, like yes. that. I love that. You know, moms just kind of helping out moms. You know, I think that that's absolutely wonderful. I love the empowerment that's behind it. But I'm one of those people that I hate confrontation. I will avoid confrontation until the cows come home. Like, <laughs> This is why I stayed in my house for years because, you know, I mean, I don't want, I mean, I will stand up for myself, but I would always choose to, I guess I'm one of those people that if someone came up to me and was really rude, I would just leave. I really would. I I don't know that I would stand my ground um, in that way. And I don't know if that hurts breastfeeding. Like I'm not trying. It's just my personality. My personality is just, I totally disagree with you. And I might even say that, but you know, you know, it's just easier for me to mentally, if not, it's going to ruin my whole day. I'm going to carry it with me for months or whatever and replay the whole situation in my mind. And for me, it's just easier just to avoid it in some capacity, you know? Well, well, wouldn't it be great if there is a time in the future in which 
every mom can just feel comfortable going out in public and knowing that people are not going to yes. say anything right. negative to her. I agree. Right. That it's your choice. And, you know, again, like Melanie said, I am feeding a child. Like, I, I, and, you know, again, I know we're going to talk about this in the second half, but it's more of a society thing. We view it as this sexual thing. And then suddenly, you know, you can have it on a billboard, but I can't. It, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say if you if you go to a mall wearing your bikini top, right, you're, and you you're just fine. take it off, people will applaud you, right? Yeah, but if you try to feed a child while taking this bikini top off, people sure. are gonna have a big problem with that. Exactly. So we know the decision to use or not to use a breastfeeding cover is a personal decision for each mom, and every child is different. When we come back, we'll talk more about society's view on breastfeeding with or without a cover, plus tips for new moms trying to decide what's best for them. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we're talking about to cover or not to cover when nursing in public. We know breastfeeding with or without a cover is a hot button topic, so let's get right into our discussion. Ladies, what do you think is the main issue or issues that society has with breastfeeding in public uncovered? Sunny, let's start with you. Uh, yeah, we talked about this a little bit in the first half, but, you know, just thinking that it's it's sexual and any time you see a breast, it has to be sexual. And I'm I'm with Melanie, like prior to having kids, breastfeeding was a very, very foreign concept for me, as it is for many moms. But I was one of those many people that viewed breasts as sexual. How could it possibly be anything but sexual? And it's so interesting how quickly (laughs) my view changed after having baby number one and realizing that, you know, on some level, modesty is totally different, right? (laughs) And that, you know, there is a completely different function for your breasts that has nothing to do with what, you know, another person thinks of them. They are for feeding your children, right? And so, yeah, I mean, I think think that's just the big thing. And we keep feeding into it. No pun intended. We keep feeding (laughs) into this idea, Mm -hmm. you know, that breasts are for one thing and one thing only. I don't think that's going to go away. I think that there does need to be more education and more people just kind of doing it. But I am a big fan of, I hope we do get to the point where moms feel comfortable doing this in public and that people are just like, you know what, that's not a thing that I feel comfortable with, so I'm going to look the other way or I'm, you know, going to do whatever. I mean, I do that, you know, when I see someone whose pants are like down around their ankles, I see their underwear, you know, I don't go up to them (laughs) and like, hey, dude, I don't want to see, you know, your Ralph Lauren or whatever. (laughs) boxers you're wearing Mm -hmm. you know I mean I'm a little bit offended by that but I choose to just you know again I'm not a confrontational person but I choose to just kind of you know I'll just look the other way I don't know why breastfeeding isn't the same thing plus so much more because you're feeding something it's not just a style 
right? It, it's there's function to it. And Sunny, right. I'm going to piggyback off of that because that's my main thing, especially dealing with I'm a person who attends church. And so I talk with a lot of people um, about that and their issue with that. And I kind of take it as like, okay, well, you know, a lot of women walk around with cleavage and things like that out, but nobody goes up to her, you know, and says, oh, would you mind putting your breasts away? You know, or things like that, <laughs> right. you know, nobody right. goes up to her and says that. But, you know, when I'm nursing my baby, I'm actually decreasing risks of cancer. I'm decreasing risks of different issues and diseases and things like that. And so I don't think anybody should ever have the right with something that's so important and doing so much, you know, to put a stop to that. But Melanie, what do you think? Well, goodness. Um, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Loaded. Um, it, it, you know, it really is. And, and I, I honestly, the word misogyny always sort of flashes in my mind. <laughs> I mean, not, not that there aren't women who also feel that breastfeeding should not be done in public, but I just, I just feel like if, if women ruled the world, things might be different. <laughs> well, we don't. We don't rule the world. Are we right. like an additional 5% of the population? We should be. Yes, yes, we should be, but no. And I, I just, I wish that, I wish that things could be different. And I wish that moms didn't feel that they had to stay home because of you know, a possible confrontation that may or may never have come to fruition. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And going off of that, so what advice or tips would you give breastfeeding mothers who are struggling with that decision of whether or not to use a nursing cover, you know, to make them feel more comfortable about it? For me, I would just say, you know, there's so much that you're focused on as a brand new mom. I'm assuming these are moms with little babies, right? Uh, more experienced moms have probably kind of figured this out by now and <laughs> how they feel and whatever. So I would just say, listen, there's a lot on your plate. There is a lot on your plate. I, I don't see the harm in getting one. There are some really inexpensive ones out there if you don't want to pay a lot of money. I don't see the, the harm in getting one just in case, you know, and then feeling the situation out for yourself. I I would love for this to become, like we were talking about earlier, this like an, an empowerment situation. I think at the beginning, like Melanie said, moms are just trying to, to get done what needs to get done and you're sleep deprived and whatever. And the last thing you should have to worry about is what someone else thinks about you, you know, feeding your baby. Like, that's just ridiculous in my mind. But it is part of our society. I suggest that if you're on the fence with something like this, that you try it and you figure it out. With so many things, including breastfeeding itself, you don't really know what it's like until you're in that moment, right? And I and, and I don't see any harm with getting something if you can afford it or borrowing it from a friend. Like, trust me, once you're done breastfeeding, you're like, what am I going to do with this breastfeeding <laughs> cover? So you probably have friends, you know, right. that have these. And then just trying it out. I feel like it's kind of, and, uh, you know, there's also different kind of styles and stuff like that, you know, for the breastfeeding covers and they have different features and stuff. So it isn't a one size fits all. I kind of feel it's, it's kind of similar to, you know, wearing a baby. Like there's different styles and your baby may like one thing and, and not another. So don't give up if that's something that if you are more like me and a little bit modest and you find that using a cover is how you're going to get out of the house because you just don't feel comfortable without it and uh, your baby doesn't like one, maybe they'll like another. So don't give up. Like, But I think it should come back to ultimately how are you going to get through your day? And how, and how ultimately are you going to be able to accomplish your breastfeeding and pumping goals and then make decisions based on that? Absolutely. And I, I would say just to piggyback off that, I mean, really mentally prepare yourself, you know, to sit there and say, I can do this. 
I've already mastered how to breastfeed my child, which is a huge accomplishment. Let's not take that for granted. And so now I'm going to figure out maybe I feel comfortable going to a store and while I'm shopping and then when baby's hungry, I'm going to go breastfeed in the change room. Or perhaps, you know, you feel there's a mall near you and they have a nursing room and you feel comfortable using that nursing room. So you don't have to, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Absolutely. I think that's really interesting because I just counseled with a mom actually yesterday and her baby's a month old. And so we were talking about that. She was like, well, you know, when I go out, like, I just want to go ahead and just feed my baby, you know, the way, wherever I am. And so she, I kind of gave her advice about how I kind of eased myself into it. You know, I didn't just go to the mall and just like, look, I'm about to do this right now. You know, I kind of eased myself into it. I started off like when we would go to the library, somewhere quiet, you know, where there wasn't really a lot of people around. I started there like, okay, I'm going to just try it out in nurser. And I was telling the mom last night, I was like, well, no alarms went off. Nobody was like, oh my gosh, she just unclipped her nursing bra. She's about to nurse the baby. You know, it was like, like, nobody knew what I was doing. And as soon as she was finished, it was like, nobody was around. And I was like, okay, I think I can do this. And after I did that a few times, when we did go to the mall or to the store or something like that, and if you know, Autumn did get hungry, like then I was already comfortable. And like Melanie said, I already had it in my mind, like I'm just feeding my baby, take a deep breath, like this is good. So I think that it's really interesting to do that. Start off small and then work your way toward it. I agree. And I, you know, to to go even the step further, I had a moment where I, with my second child, I was finally able to try on my own nursing wear. And so I remember he was about three weeks old and we were at the bookstore. And so I didn't have a cover on. I just had my breastfeeding shirt and I pulled it down and I put him on my breast and he started feeding and I looked around and nobody was looking at me. (laughs) Nobody was looking at me and I was feeding my baby and I looked around again and still nobody noticed. And I looked down and I realized it doesn't even look like I'm breastfeeding. So everything is great. So I was very happy. Absolutely. And what are your ladies thoughts about what can we do now to help I guess, educate society about making breastfeeding in public a more powering, empowering experience for mothers, whether they use a cover or not. Is there anything that we can do right now? <laughs> well, I think if we just keep posting things on Facebook and, and, and you know, or and other social media and letting people know, oh, he, hey, look, here's me. Here I am with my child and I'm breastfeeding and everything's great. And if nobody reports you, then that's something great. Well, and that's that's interesting because if you guys recall, Facebook had a total we we changed Facebook's, you know, mind on breastfeed, not like the three of us. But, you know, Mm -hmm. breastfeeding moms (laughs) changed how Facebook viewed breastfeeding. Right. Because Mm -hmm. at first all of our stuff was getting flagged and whatever and taken down. And I know some moms still have some problems with it here and there. But we're changing things just by bringing it to light. I think the you know, again, to kind of play the other side of it here, I think we need to be careful because too much too fast is people are going to get really defensive, especially people that feel very uncomfortable with breastfeeding. So I think doing it, you know, gradually, even though we want this to change overnight, I understand that. But I, I think that I think what we're doing is good. I think, though, that you know, it. We just have to be careful. We we don't want people to to view breastfeeding as a negative thing because we're trying to stand up for ourselves. And I guess that's going to happen just a little bit. But I hate when people roll their eyes and like, oh, you're one of those. 
You know what I mean? Oh, and I'm yeah. like, oh, yes. oh, man. You know, that kind of drives me crazy. And so, uh, again, I just think we need to kind of be a little bit diplomatic about this, I guess. But doing what we're doing, I think, is good. And I think we have proof, like Facebook, that we're doing the right thing and that we're on the right track. Absolutely. Thank you so much to everyone for being a part of today's show and for sharing their experience. If you're a member of the Boob Group, then be sure to check out the bonus content for this episode where we'll discuss why more and more manufacturers seem to be creating covers to sell to their customers. We'll be right back. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. We have an email from our listener, Juliana, who asks a question. It's kind of a hefty question. It's kind of loaded, but we feel like it's important to ask, and we know you're going to have something to say about it. Hi, my name is Juliana. I'm 28 weeks pregnant, and I'm not really thinking about breastfeeding. Maybe I can pump. I would like to know if it's the same what the pros and cons are. I just don't feel like feeding, maybe pumping can be easier to accept. So is the milk going to dry up faster if I only pump? Thank you. Hi, Juliana. This is Michelle, an IBCLC in the Washington, D.C. area. Congratulations on your pregnancy. Breast milk has so many wonderful properties for infants, so I'm glad you're thinking about how you can provide breast milk for your baby. Feeding directly at the breast is certainly more convenient as there's no bottles to prepare or pump pieces to wash. You can feed a hungry baby right away with nothing to warm up. However, many moms are exclusive pumpers and do very well. Some things to consider are what sort of pump you need. You might want to consider a hospital-grade rental pump to make sure you keep your supply optimized, and that can come with some costs associated. In addition, you need to remember that pumping will be the same as nursing as far as time goes because you will need to pump at the same intervals that the baby would be nursing. And lastly, as you mentioned, it may be difficult to bring in and maintain a full supply with just pumping, although you should talk to an IBCLC about your specific needs. Whatever you decide, breastfeeding and providing breast milk has many benefits for both mom and baby, and I know you'll make the choice that's best for your family. That wraps up our show for today. Thanks for listening to The Boob Group. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals for expecting parents, newbies for newly postpartum moms, parent savers for moms and dads with toddlers, and twin talks for parents of multiples. This is The Boob Group, where moms know breast. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.